welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Hovos Halevavot and we're in the second book of Rabbi Ba'ia Ibn Pakuda, The Gate of Repentance, Shar Tahateshuvah. And uh, last week we were saying about the three different types of people when they, when they sin, when they do things that go against God's will and why they do them. And it's interesting to see that people are in different levels. Some people just don't see it. People do things and they don't recognize they're doing bad. And uh, there's people who have no remorse. And then you have people who feel horrible about what they do. And so we were going through this. Today, Rabbi Pakuda is gonna talk about what is the prerequisite to a pers person to be able to repent. And he says that, uh, that I say it is possible for him to repent only after he knows the following seven things. So there are seven things that are essential for us to know before we can do Teshuvah. So the, the first one is he must clearly recognize the shamefulness of his deed. The cure of a malady is recognizing where it comes from. If you don't see that you're doing something that is shameful, that is not a part with who you are, with you're a son of God, a daughter of God, you have a Neshamailo kid within you, you have a godly spark within you. If you don't recognize that when you do something wrong, it's wrong, then that's the first problem. Because if you don't see it, then how are you gonna fix it? The way to fix things is to see them. And so then he says, the second one, is he must see the wrong in the deed and its baseness. Has to see how baseness, the baseless part of that sin. For it is not clear to him that what he did was wrong and that his action was not right. He will neither regret it nor accept upon himself the conditions of repentance. Rather, he will be judged as one who sinned in error. And he has an ample excuse that it says, who can fathom errors, cleanse me of my unknown fault. So it's a person that uh, for him, everything is, 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 is lax. Like, oh, you know, if, if, if someone lends me something and I break it, and you say, okay, I'll, I'll say I'm sorry. And you don't see, that, you know, it's something from somebody else. So, hello, if you break something that someone lent you, the right thing to do is repay it, pay it back, or go and get a new one. That's what you should be doing. But not say, oh, oops, I'm sorry, it fell down. No. So then the third one, he says, he must realize that retribution for his misdeed is absolutely inevitable. It's like people are funny, you know? They, when, when things go wrong, they're, 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 they're pointing fingers at God. Why did he do this to me? But they don't realize I myself brought me to this place. It's me, my, me, my actions that had brought me to this place. It's not God, it's me. And so the fourth one, he says he must know that his misdeed is held against him and recorded in the book of the, the merits. So the, the misdeed is held against him. So it says in Hasidut that when you do a mitzvah, when you do a good deed, you create an angel. And this angel is gonna be your advocate. He's gonna defend you to, to death. He's always gonna be there for you and defend you. And I saw her and she did this good deed. And, but when you do an Avera, when you do a sin, when you do something that goes against Hashem's will, you also create um, a, 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 how do you call it, a persecute, he's gonna persecute you, he's gonna, you, the, the, you, uh, someone against you. 
And so he's gonna say, you see how she acted? You see, he's always gonna be against you. So depending on how much good you do or how much bad you do, you're creating all these advocates and persecutors that are gonna be either defending you or going against you. So he says here that everything is recorded. Everything is written down in a book. Each person signs with his own hand that every man may know his deeds. This is in Eov. So we are the architects of our own life. There's nobody to blame, only ourselves. And so the fifth one, he says, he must be certain that repentance is a cure for his illness. Teshuvah cures everything. Teshuvah changes your past, your present, and your future. It changes everything. Return, to return to your ways. But to do Teshuvah, you have to leave the old ways. You have to get rid of that. You have to turn away from evil and you have to go and do good. And so once a person is able to do this, the way to recovery from his wrongdoings and shameful conduct and that through repentance he can re rectify his error and regain what he lost. For if this is not clear to him, he will despair of attaining the Creator's pardon, grace, and will fail to seek his forgiveness for past offenses, as it says, you have said. Our transgressions and sins are upon us, and we perish because of them. How can we hope to live? This is in Yehezkiel. And the Creator then responded through his prophet. As I live, says God, Hashem, it is not my desire that the wicked man die, but that the wicked man change his ways and live. This is in, uh, in Yom Kippur, we pray this. That Hashem, you know, it says, who's, who's going to die by fire? Who's going to die by water? Who's going to die by plague? It, it's, it's really, it, it hits you, this prayer. And then at the end, it says, Hashem doesn't want you to die. He wants you to repent and live. And so the sixth one is, he must make a personal accounting of God's graces upon him and of his own disobedience instead of gratitude for the, for the favors. So a person should have a, a notebook, a journal, and write down all the goodness in his life. We should do that every night. Hashem, thank you. My body's okay. It's not, not hurting so much. Thank you that I have a head to think. Thank you I have eyes to see. Thank you that I have food in my fridge. Thank you that I have a home on, on top of my, a roof on top of my head. I have a blanket in my bed. Thank you that there's heater in my house or there's AC in my house. The, all these little things that we take for granted, we, we take for granted. We don't appreciate them. We think they're, they're, they're there, they're, that's how it should be. But in reality, when we go to these little things and we appreciate every little thing that Hashem gives us, then we make an accounting of all the good He gives us, and then we re realize and we recognize how we pay back. And that's really, ugh. You know, Hashem, He's only asking me to give tzedakah to someone in need, and I don't give it? Like, that's all he's asking. Or he's asking me to, to do a braha before I eat, and I don't do it, and look at everything else he does for me. And then the last one, the seventh one, he must exert tremendous self-restraint to abstain from a sin to which he has grown accustomed. So what he's saying, Rabbi Bakuda, is that sadly, most of the things we do are habit. Habit. They become habit, this become part of your routine. You don't even think about it, it becomes natural to you. And so it's very hard to break our habits, it's not impossible. 
but it's hard. That's what we're doing these weeks with the Countdown of the Omer. We're rectifying our bad midot, our bad character traits, our habits. And so, and must resolve in his heart and innermost being to detach himself from it is as it's written, rend your heart, not your clothes. This is in Yoel. Once these seven points have been clearly impressed on the mind of the sinner, it is possible for him to repent of his sins. So I wish you a blessed week. May we always be aware of our boo-boos in life because when we're aware of them, we can rectify them. There's, I don't think there's a, a worse curse of a person that goes through life and doesn't see what he's doing, that he doesn't realize what he's doing because he can never, never fix it. But a person that can see it is blessed because then he has a way out. He can fix it. So remember, live a little higher. Thank you.